Welcome everybody to your Wednesday night favorite podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. And tonight we have got a good one for you. And I say that every time, but I mean that one tonight because we got some political figures that I didn't even know were connected to this cryptid. So grab your snacks, your salts, and your favorite snuggle buddy, and let's get into the story tonight. What do we got? We got the Jersey Devil. That's right. So we're going up north. Yup. So <laughs> this this one it kind of it started in the early 1700s, and but it might be rooted a little bit deeper than that. Um, I mean, we know that the area was actually called like the dragons the dragon's land or the dragon's river or creek. Let me, I'm looking it up here. Um, yeah. It was dragon land. It was like a dragon yeah, land by local first nations. Yeah. The place of the dragon. That's what they called yeah, it. That's right. So because it sounds better. So because of that, clearly there was something going on ahead of time before like, Europeans came over. I mean, there there had to have been something that caused that legend to happen. But yeah. the legend gets weirder when the Europeans arrived and the Leeds family moved in and the legend started. But how the legend started and kind of where it got its origins, it's kind of interesting. There's a couple different takes on it. There is a couple of different takes on it, but it all ends up in the same place. Leeds Point, New Jersey. In the Pine Barrens. In the Pine, that's right, in the Pine Barrens, but it's called Leeds Point. And we've got two different variations of the story, but it all goes back to one family, the Leeds family. But there's two different Leeds families. <laughs> okay, so, so don't, don't get confused. Because I got a little confused because of how they, they talk about the Leeds family. But this is where the political party comes in. And the Britain land surveyors. And then you've got, on the other side, you've got just this family, Deborah Leeds or Jane Leeds, okay, who's just kind of your average civilian living in Leeds Point, right in Pine Barrens, before it was Leeds Point. So you're going to, it's two, it's great. It's awesome. Go ahead. I know you're excited. Go do it. Same thing. (laughs) And so she had 12 children. Can I just stop and say, holy childbirth? Like, that's insane. Like, (laughs) 12 children. And then she found out she was having a 13th child and she was like, oh God, not again. So she was old by this point, though. She was like, I'm just going to say that she was old enough that it's a miracle that she even got pregnant with her 13th kid at this point. Right. And she was low on footage too. Like, I mean, this was back in what? 16. What was it? Well, yeah. 1736. Yeah. 1736. So you already got 12 mouths feed and then all of a sudden you're pregnant again, going for a 13th. I mean, Wow. <laughs> Almost in your 60s, dude. In in 17 in the 17th. Think about that. You broke. You're living in right? a, like a one-room cottage 
out in the middle of nowhere. BFE. And now you got this now, 13th kid. Mm-mm. So the legend goes that basically she didn't want to have this 13th child for obvious reasons. Besides the fact that there were so many mouths to feed, it was unlucky number 13. And so she just decided she didn't want it. She didn't want to have anything to do with it. And she cursed it. And lo and behold, when it came out, it sprouted wings. And it was this kind of monstrous creature that flew out the... uh, um, The chimney. (laughs) The chimney, thank you. <laughs> Mine went yep. blank. Flew out the yeah, chimney fine. and has become the Jersey Devil. But as we dig into this, we've realized there might be a little bit more to this than, you know, what kind of first meets the eye. Because, sure, this could have been the case, or this could have been a little bit of um, foul play from one of our founding fathers. So yeah, guys, this one blew my mind. This I was like, there no, not that guy. No. Right? It couldn't have yes. been that guy. Okay, because cause look, with the first story, the one that Kelly just talked about, that one is the one that has to go with Deborah Leeds or Jane Leeds, okay? And her husband, Jeff. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I'm probably not. Jeffet. But it was Jeff. Yeah, Jeff at Leeds or Jafet Leeds. And the reason why they connected it to Deborah and Jeffet is because he had a will where this land was left to his 12 children. So that's like the the hint. Oh, it's got to be these guys because they had, you know, he had 12 kids. Left all right. of it in as well. There it is. So there's the proof. It had to be Deborah Leeds. And there was also some suspicion that that Mother Leeds, as she was called, was a witch. So it's... Sorry. You're good. You're there good. Was defi- there was definitely some um, mysticism there that kind of played into that. And keep in mind, this was kind of around the time when um, witches and the paranormal and um, mysticism in general was not uh, a popular thing, shall we say. People were being put to death for this stuff. And so to have that kind of background, because they were, I believe, from German descent, or mm-hmm. I think around there. And yeah. because of that, um, there was just that like, They had that German mysticism, which, I mean, just like the Irish and the Scottish, I mean, the the Germanic tribe or Germanic tribes back then, like way, way back, um, they were, they believed in all of that. And it wasn't until later that, you know, Christianity and all of that kind of moved into those, um, those areas, but you know, those people held on to those beliefs for a long time. And in the 1700s, that was still a thing, even though it wasn't looked upon with kind eyes, shall we say. Uh, there was still... That's putting uh, it mildly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put that as mildly as possible. <laughs> 
well, you know, there were witch hunts, there were, you know, burnings, there was there was a lot of bad things going on and a lot of Burning. unjust things going on. Yeah. So being crushed to death by that, rocks. Right? So no there Yeah. So they already <laughs> have a very good good reputation to begin with. And then they have 12 children, you know, this land, they've got all of this stuff and they weren't, they weren't very popular. But when we get to the, the whole um, political thing about it, you've got Benjamin Franklin coming in going, uh, Benjamin Franklin. You know, inventor, uh, signer of the Declaration of Independence. I mean, come on, like the right. But here, this guy was to the Jersey Devil, right? He was he was spreading rumors and against his political (laughs) opponent, right? Um, And not only that, but you had, you know, the. Uh, poor or what is it? Poor rich, uh, the almanac. Shoot, the the name yeah. escapes my mind at the moment. Benjamin Franklin's uh, almanac. Yeah. Uh, well, poor it had. Almanac. Yeah, and according to uh, Brian Regal, a history a historian of science at Keene University, he theorizes that the story of Mother Leeds rather than being based on single historical persons, originated from the colonial southern New Jersey, from political disputes that became the subject of folklore and gossip among the local population. And according to Regal, folklore legends concerning these historical disputes evolved through the years and ultimately resulted in the modern popular legend of the Jersey Devil during the early 20th century. And it goes into involving New Jersey's politicians, such as Benjamin Franklin and Franklin's rival, Almanac publisher Daniel Leeds. Right. <laughs> so there was there was some competition going on there, and there was there was kind of a, a smear campaign. And okay, first of all, let's talk about before we get too deep into all that. Let's talk about what the Jersey Devil is, or what it has been seen to be over the over the years. So we're talking about a creature that is bipedal, hoofed, has wings has a tail has the head of a horse kind of um t-rex arms little arms and i'm paying attention i swear <laughs> but yeah so this thing was kind of a mishmash of different creatures and it's it's kind of crazy it's kind of a little scary it's, a, it's a monster yeah, right. it's a monster, and he screeched. And here's his escape. Do you want to tell him about how he escaped the the cabin where he was born? Because I think it's well, kind of through, it's kind of amusing to me. Through the chimney. Yeah, through the chimney. I mean, but, but before he went through the chimney, and he sprouted his his tail, which came to a point as it's like listed the devil's tail. 
at the devil's tail. He whipped that thing around and it said he beat everyone in that room with that tail. <laughs> okay. Like right? they in the folklore, in the actual story, it says he whipped around and beat. Nobody was spared. Even his mama, he beat all of them with his tail. Good lashing before he decided to screech and cut out through the chimney. Just boop. And lives out in the pine beards. I thought that was hilarious. I'm sorry. See, now that's, that's crazy. Now, in terms of like what this thing could be, say that, you know, that particular origin story didn't happen. Say that this was more of a natural creature. There are theories that this was a giant bat. That this has been, you know, it's been seen around the New Jersey area since, you know, the 1700s and quite possibly before the 1700s, seeing as the First Nations uh, had myths and legends about that area already. So maybe this thing is tied more more to the land than to a family. We don't know. No, we don't know. Not... It could be two different things. It could be totally two different things because they're still having sightings of the Jersey Devil up, what, last one was in 2017? 2017, yeah. Right, but nobody actually talks about, like, the First Nations thing about claims of dragons. So I and I I couldn't find anything I couldn't either, which is disappointing because I believe we should have more... I mean, it's our history. You know what I mean? Right. So we should have had we should have more information out there when it comes to the First Nations and their folklore. But I digress. You hearing me out there, historians? Mm. More of that. Anyway, moving on. So <laughs> I believe it's two, I believe it's two different ones. I believe there's the dragon and the folklore, and then there's the Jersey Devil that came about in the seventeen thirty seven, whatever. So So you think there's two different yeah. creatures? I do. I think there's two different creatures. And I think one's kind of passive aggressive. You know, the dragon's kind of passive aggressive. I'm here. This is kind of, I'm just going to like hide out in my little spot and do my thing and live in peace. And then you've got like the aggressive butthead that is the Jersey Devil (laughs) that just makes sure that everybody knows he's here. You know, I'm going to screech into the night. And I don't know if y'all have looked this guy up on YouTube because there are so many videos from the Pine Barrens and it is creepy because these people like to go out into the Pine Barrens in the middle of the night and you've got nothing but headlights from your car in this twisty road. And they're going out like searching, like they want the stuff to come to them, much like myself. Anyway, and um, (laughs) so they're like all videoing and stuff and... I can't remember the video. I can't remember the name of the video, but I'm going to have to link it in our Discord. But it was a group of teenagers that were in the Pine Barrens, and they ended up, like, hearing it screeching in the woods, and it kept getting closer and closer to them. Yeah. And they could they That's swore crazy. up and down it was the Jersey Devil. I Now, here, I mean. here's one thing about the Jersey Devil. Other than, you know, the tail lashing and whatnot, um, and... Aside from it being like you hearing the screeching and all of that, it really hasn't actually hurt anyone. 
it's terrifying. Don't get me wrong, but it it hasn't like hunted humans. It's not like the um, the Skinwalkers or the Wendy Boys or you know anything like that. It's <laughs> we don't say that anyway. Uh, it doesn't attack like that. It's it's more so just like living its life. Now, I personally have the the mindset that this thing actually um, goes into a hibernation mode. And yeah, what kind yeah. Of, what kind of makes me that. think that is that, you know, it was reported in 1778, then 1840, then 1873, 1887, and then January of 1909, which was like, that was the historical one. That's the one that really like set it into like the myths and legends because literally thousands, right? Because thousands of people were actual eyewitnesses to that event. So there was definitely something going on there. But then it continues yeah. on throughout the throughout the years, and I kind of did some some math based on the dates, and it's like every thirty five, right? Every thirty five to fifty years, it disappears and then comes back. And I think that this thing is hibernating. Yeah, that's just you know who person. you know who that's. No, that's great. I'm glad you did the mathing because I can't do the mathing. Me and math don't get along. We're not we're not friends. There's a mutual hatred there for it's natural, I guess. We're natural enemies. <laughs> anyway, you know who it reminds me of though when you when you talk about the hibernation and how long it, it supposedly hibernates for? Hmm. Jeepers Creepers. Yes. Have you seen that movie? It reminds oh, yeah. me of that guy. That was actually the first thing I was talking about this with my fiance, and that was the first thing he said. He was like, "That sounds like Jeepers Creepers." It so there is there is definitely a connection there. The only thing is, is that the you know the Jersey Devil isn't stealing people's eyeballs. You know, oh, I right. like that. I, I'm feeling blue today. I'm feeling blue now. I think I need to go some blue eyeballs. I'm feeling kind of blue. <laughs> Now, I will say that I researched this, gosh, it would have been back in around 2009, 2010, maybe. And I found a whole lot of different information than I did this time around. But the information that I had found previously was that there were actually some animal mutilations like goats and cows that were actually found up in power lines. Yeah, like Power like the creature had actually grabbed the goats or cows and actually had flown up into like to the top of the power lines and had eaten the meal and then left the remains in the power lines. So, and I that love actually how you try to be so polite with this. <laughs> Well, you, know, you, you know. try to be so polite about it. Like, we're not going to say that people were, you know, unalived. We're just going to say it was like, you know, it was just a really bad time for them. Like, that's adorable. <laughs> that's adorable. You know, no, people are being, to be as... you know, put on the rack. <laughs> well, 
they were people, they were creatures, but still, <laughs> they they had a bad time. The creature, it was the, a bad the cows, day for the cow. It was a bad day for was Betsy. Bad day. <laughs> I just it's the way you put it so politely. Like he had a whole plus plate setting and stuff, and he was just like casually eating his cow, and then just I'm gonna put the leftovers over here. This looks like a great spot right here in the electrical lines. Nobody's gonna notice a cow in the electrical. Uh, you know. Poor Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, it's no big thing as possible about it. I, I don't want to be all gruesome and gory. However, I do. Just, I love the gore. Of the remains because they actually took a photo, which I earnestly tried to find for this podcast and I could not find it. But. I, they did actually have a photo of the remains of this animal mutilation in the power lines. So whether it was a Thunderbird or a Jersey Devil, I don't know. But something brought a cow 30 plus feet up into the air and left it on the power lines. That's insanity. So, right? Poor old Betsy. And Poor old Betsy Bet. wasn't... Betsy wasn't a, a light little one. She was a heifer. <laughs> she weighed upwards of 800 plus pounds. She was a big lady and she did something carried her butt up into those power lines. So just saying. <laughs> Just my little two cents here, but that makes me think that the Jersey Devil is fairly big and, you know, decent size. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. 800 pound heifer for a snack. Right? <laughs> I'm done. I'm just going to drop her off right here. It's no big deal. <laughs> right? And like, here's the thing. Like the picture that I actually saw of it, and keep in mind, this was actually a, a dated picture. This was like taken back in the 50s, 60s. It was just barely colorized kind of thing. We're talking mm-hmm. like old, old school, like um, Disneyland Technicolor kind of stuff. So... Yeah. Oh, we've got we've got so many comments. Holy moly! <laughs> right. Holy cow! Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go, go ahead? We're going to go ahead and stop in our history lesson right now so that we can get caught up with our comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I wasn't paying attention. Low Kylik and smooth, and the rest of you. <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I love this guy. Every time he pops in, I love him. <laughs> love him. We heard you smooth. Kyla is lying. No. So, um, yeah, I see it. Said disconnected. Look at him. He's already got my back. He seen it. He hurt it with his own ears. He, man, he had my back. He heard me. <laughs> he heard me when I was trying to do my Stop introduction. This history shit. <laughs> <Play> the messages. <laughs> See, 
<laughs> he, he was done. He was done. You're not paying attention to your messages. Come on. That's apparently. That is Yo, great. let me tell you something. If you're into this, one of my favorite authors ever, Jorge Luis Borges, B-O-R-G-E-S, from Argentina. Everything he wrote was genius. But he wrote a book called The Book of Imaginary Beings. And it's like one one of the foremost works on cryptozoology. And it is not of the modern times. I think the book's almost like, I mean, he died in the 80s. So I think it might be about 50, if not more years older. More years older. I sound like a real reader, huh? Anyway, (laughs) it's late. I'm not high enough. Going to smoke. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) that's great see that's a great recommendation now i'm gonna have to look up that book yes (laughs) enjoy your uh enjoy your uh recreational time (laughs) the nightly toke (laughs) 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 not gonna lie that's what i'd be doing if i wasn't doing this (laughs) of course you would (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness Jersey Devil is Krampus confirmed <laughs> I don't know No I don't Oh well I mean if he's dropping cows Maybe uh, I don't know I'm gonna have to think about that one <laughs> In the Pine Barrens Isn't there this spot like this next to a campground That just got this big old circle That's just nothing will grow there there's something wrong with the soil or something like that or they think that the the, quote-unquote the jersey devil is responsible for not making stuff grow but if you set up your tent in there you will wake up in your tent miles away or am i thinking of something completely different i have no idea but that sounds creepy That does sound creepy. Now, I haven't heard that happening in the Pine Barrens, okay, not in New Jersey. I've heard of that happening in a forest in Germany. And I have also heard that happening in the, um, I'm going to say, Forbidden Forest in Japan. I've also heard that (gasps) happening. Yeah. No way. Yes way. uh, (laughs) Okay. So, unrelated to that. Um our good friend Jesse found the pictures of the animals in the power line. Yes. Now we can post those. Now we can post those in our discord. Thank you, Jesse. I will. Thank you, Jesse. Yes. Those will be in the discord after the podcast is over. I will post those along with all the other links that we have uh, used and talked about. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Cause I could not find those to save my life. I'm glad we found him now. Yes. I think I heard somewhere that Jeepers Creepers, like the general idea of how he looked was inspired by the Jersey Devil. I might be wrong, but that's something I think I heard. I thought he was inspired by the Mothman because his face looks like a bug. But So the Jersey Devil, supposedly the face looks like a horse. Yeah. Now... But I mean... There are some large African bats that have, like the horse head bat, that mm-hmm. actually looks like you know, it's got a horse head. Um, yeah, in fact, I've creepy. seen some pictures that, you know, side by side pictures of the drawn depiction of the Jersey Devil next to the horse head bat. And I will say the, the resemblance is there. And the fact that the horse head bat can get up to 
three feet long with or three foot wingspan with the largest yeah. being up upwards of five feet. So yep. unless he took a, a wrong turn somewhere in Albuquerque and uh, <laughs> ended up in New Jersey, I don't know how an African bat made it to New Jersey unless it was brought over as like part of a circus or, you know, a zoo or, you know, some maybe taxidermy exotic or exotic pet. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know if I want that one is, of those ugly things. They're so cute. I love them. No, they're not. No, they're yes, not. They, they look like they got stung by a bee right in the jowls and they're just permanently stuck that way for the rest of their life. It just, I, I look up, look it up, look it up, look it up. And <laughs> they're I'm not adorable. The bigger, the better. The big giant fruit bats, I love them. They're so cute. They're furry. They're, they're winged. They're awesome. I love them. Oh, I anyway. love bats. I love bats. Don't get me wrong. I love bats. But the horse-headed bat, it is not adorable. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's got a funky-looking mouth. But yeah. tell me tell me it's not cute when he's hanging upside down munching on, like, a giant melon. Because that's adorable. All right? Okay. All right. I can, I'll I'm give just... you that. I will give you that. But just on a normal day when it's not doing adorable things, adorable little bat things. Okay, little creatures of the darkness. I, I still think they're adorable. <laughs> he is not. He Just looks saying. like some like like he was Dr. Seuss tried to draw something and that's <laughs> and it came out like that. Just that's it. That's the horse-headed bat. It just well, is not adorable. Well, the horse-headed bat can join me with Team Rake then. How about that? Right? You on Team Wrong. That's what that team is called now. Hashtag Team Wrong. That's what I'm saying from now on. Yes. Let's listen to the rest of these comments. All right. She tried so hard to sugarcoat it. it it's, she really it's did. Like, it's like she's trying to narrate one of those kid games that's supposed to be all kid friendly, but it's really a horror <laughs> game and it's just very traumatizing. Like, right? Oh, they just, you know, it was a bad time for the cow. It's okay. You know, just a bad day. And um, the, the remains of the poor cow was left over here in the corner. That's all. You know? And, 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 and they moved on. <laughs> Right, we don't have to talk about it. The misadventures of Betsy the cow, narrated by Kelly. <laughs> you guys are picking on me. <laughs> the cow had I'm a just, bad day. End of story. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it not so gruesome. All right. I love the gore. She does not. <laughs> I do not. I don't watch gory things. I don't pay attention to that stuff. So, yeah. I love it. I, nope. Now you calling her a heifer at all. Oh, that's a shame. Why would you do Betsy like that? <laughs> Betsy just a little thick. That be- Betsy just a little thick. Betsy's that's thick. all that is. He's a, Betsy, she's a me. thick milkshake. She's thick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She was a big girl. Betsy was a big girl. That's how it's going to start. I can see this book already in my head. I'm reading it in my head right now. 
<laughs> Just for reference, the Pine Barrens are 1.1 million acres. It's roughly 22% of New Jersey, so this devil has plenty of room to run around and do what it's got to do. See? Oh, yeah. And See, it's, I, not, it's not only limited to the Pine Barrens, but it's actually, it travels quite a ways. Um Let's yeah. we'll listen to the rest of the comments while I look for the range of it because it's been cited in uh, quite a few different counties, quite a few different states. Yeah, it's been in it goes it roams up and down. But yeah, you look that up and we'll listen to these last two. Okay, I just saw the picture that Jesse put in in in, in disguise of jellies, and not not the the damn Jersey Devil hanging the. <laughs> Cow up like a piece of clothing on a clothes hanger. I can't. <laughs> no, we can. <laughs> Let me just put the leftovers over here. Just dry a little bit. I'll come back and take a little nibble. That's what I'm saying. I was just about to say we could go so far as to say that maybe he turned those leftovers into beef jerky. Like that's what he was genuinely doing. I'm gonna take this cow and the rest of this stuff, and I'm just gonna make some beef jerky. I'm just gonna hang it right here. This is a good spot, right here. This will work. <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> Betsy, the beef jerky. <laughs> Bats are adorable. What are you talking about? They're so cute when they're just hanging upside down, and they got little big old eyes. And he just a munching. He just, it's just a munching. I That's all they do. Just them. a bunch of little melon. That's all they doing. It's so no. cute. How dare you? That's adorable. I dare. I dare. I dare. That is bad. Thank you. Thank you. It's not that cute. It ain't that cute. Mm-mm. They are adorable. No, no, it ain't that cute. Just say. Yo, what's up? I'm from New Jersey. Oh, hey. lesson in New Jersey today. Yo, they actually have a Jersey Devil coaster at Six Flags Great Adventure yeah. in New Jersey. I haven't been on it yet. I haven't been Six Flags in a while. I saw it. I saw the Jersey Devil roller coaster, and that thing looks mean. Like, I am a fan of roller coasters. I love roller coasters. I'm also feared of heights, so I don't know how that works, but I just like it, okay? And I saw the Jersey Devil, how they were constructing it. They had, like, this whole, like, documentary on it and everything, just a little snippet in there. And that thing looks mean. I want to try it, but I don't at the same time. I got back problems already. I don't think I need to make it worse, to be honest. I mean, I might. Just for, you know, a fun time, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm I used to love rolling. I'm too old for that now. No way. We're my never too old for roller coasters. Back and my neck would not appreciate that. They would be screaming at me the next day. I got some worth it. Some yeah, yeah, it might be. It'd be worth <laughs> okay. it. So I found out I, I found the part where we talk about its range. And so it it has been cited in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and West Collingswood, in addition to the Pine Barrens and New Jersey. So anyway, yeah, it's it it roams. So it's got a, a range. For sure. It does. I think it terrorizes right. people for funsies. 
I mean, it just seems like my kind of cryptid, you know. I got Bigfoot. I already like Bigfoot because he's like, you know, the protector of humanity and stuff. And if you missed that one, that was in the Giants podcast that we did. And we found out that the Giants had assigned Bigfoot as the guardian of humanity. And it yes. guards the uh, the entrances to inner earth. So that's why Bigfoot, like, he leapt up on my list. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's it right there. That's it. I love Bigfoot. I used to not care, but now I really love Bigfoot. Now he has won my heart in my chesticle. And then <laughs> on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have the Jersey devil who just, he's just chaos and mayhem. And I'm just going to terrorize folks for funsies. Cause I mean, why not? I don't have anything better to do. And I kind of dig that energy too. So <laughs> now, I, I like both. Okay. We have mentioned, um, on a couple different podcasts, like the inner earth one and, um, talking about Bigfoot with the giants and all of that. We, we've talked about the Appalachians and how some old things may be living in there. And I'm looking at a map right now of the Appalachians and, um, I'm thinking this might have a home in those, in that range. In those Appalachian mountains. It's there. That would figure. That would figure. That would make sense. Because if there is a, uh, there's a book that was written by this guy who claims to be related to the Jersey Devil. That the Jersey Devil is his great, great uncle or some such stuff like that. And when he was going around in, in Leeds, he was showing around the guy that was interviewing him and they had three separate locations that they stopped off at where it was rumored that this is where, you know, the Jersey devil was born and their holes. Only one of them was a, a crumbling foundation. Okay. But the other two were holes in the ground where they suspected there used to be a, a cabin or cottage or whatever where the Jersey Devil was was born. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I could see him living in some cave system in the Appalachian Mountains, right. sharing, you know. Especially if forth. he's got some sort of, you know, bad genetics in there. I yeah. mean, what bad doesn't like caves? Right. True. True. I mean, I that's, see that's like, that's their abode. That's where they live. So, it is where they live. But it would make sense that so, he would be in a cave system. Right. So just saying, just throwing that out there. Uh, oh, we have a couple more comments here. Oh, yeah. Who's here? The New Jersey Devils ice hockey team. That's where they got their name. Yeah. That's true. Yep. I was just about to bring that up. We've got the Jersey Devils uh, hockey team. There's the um, now this one is confused with the Jersey Devil, and it's not in the Pine Barrens. It's just outside of the Pine Barrens in Bernardsville, and Ooh, yeah. it's it was brought up in one of our our podcasts. Uh, I think over a week ago by one of our listeners, Dylan. Um, <clears throat> And I was curious about it to see if they're, you know, if they were probably related. It's the devil's tomb um, that he brought up. And I think it seems like they could be related if you think about it. 
but the two stories just there's a lot of, i'm just gonna say there's a lot of devils up there y'all i don't know what's right. going up <laughs> but y'all got a lot of devils you got the devil's tree you got the devil's tomb you know which is on the on jacob's ladder okay and then you got the jersey devil there's a lot of devils up there i don't know what's going on with that i don't know why why y'all have so many devils kellick yeah, that's what i'm wondering i i don't know there, there's, there's a lot many. there though but the they, devil's they, tomb i I, yeah. I digress about the devil's tomb because the devil's tomb is a really interesting story because they think it's the actual devil that was trapped in this room i can't i can't remember the specs of it but it has no windows it has no doors and it was monks who trapped the devil inside the tomb this is the folklore okay that goes along with it and in they underneath i'm in. sorry go ahead they lured it in with uh the promise of a human sacrifice right and and when he showed up they were like psych nope and they chained him up and then they built the building around so that it would not he would not escape and he supposedly is still there to this day yeah but what keeps him there is they consecrated the ground and they made it holy ground by bear bear i cannot speak today bear <laughs> somebody say it say the word it's when you put somebody in the ground when they're dead that word burial Thank you. They put him in the ground. It was a dead monk, right? And they put him in the ground under some a pile of rocks to, and it was head first, feet out, to make the ground consecrated, stay holy, and all of that stuff to keep him locked up in this tomb that they made that has no windows, no doors, no in and out. He's just there. So it's... The only correlation I see between the two, and I'm just saying this because it was brought up the last time, is devil. It's just the devils. They make devil stuff. So. Right? There's the Jersey Devil, the Devil Devil, the, the, the Jersey de Devil, de <laughs> the Jersey Devil. <laughs> the Devil, the, the Devil Tree. So, I mean, so many it almost... <laughs> Too many devils. Y'all got some devil stuff happening. You got a problem up there up north. Like, y'all need to get that together. <laughs> y'all need to get your, your act together. I was about to cuss, but I'm not going to. Y'all need to get it together up there because you got way too many devils running around free, roaming. It's just not, it's not cool. Do you think that maybe this, if Satan was locked up in that thing, that he could have, like, I don't know, after all this time, maybe dug his way out? Like, there's a tunnel under there? You know, I... Because he was supposedly chained up there, I don't know. Now, I did just – we're getting a little off track, but I did just actually um, do some research on angels. And supposedly, angels can also be captured and held captive. So if the devil used to be an angel, then it's quite possible. Uh, because – what would you change was, Satan up with, though? That is the question. Because supposedly the king of Assyria, uh, way back when, biblical times, uh, had actually captured and chained up an angel, like a, an, a legit angel. And the archangel Michael had to come and set him free. 
Like the angel called on the archangel Michael and was like, you need to help me. I can't get out of here. And archangel showed up and was like, poof, you're ready. Let's go. And like chains fell off and it was free. So I know we're totally getting off track here, but if an angel can be bound up and everything, then I don't see why the devil can't be. So then it has to be like a spell. It had to be, the chains had to be spelled to keep them there. That's my theory. There is definitely some ritualistic binding there that has to take place. Absolutely. Okay. Sorry. I've, Yes. Went on a, a tangent. There was a little side quest. I took it. Okay. I took the side quest. We went to the devil's camp. Moving on. There, It's like at the top of the Jacob's Ladder up there in, in Bernardsville. And I want to go. So that's something else I'm going to have to add to my list of places that I need to go see and poke. But um, just know it's private property. You can get arrested. So for those listening who might be close by, don't necessarily go unless you potentially want to get arrested because that is a thing that has happened yeah, in that, the past. Pine so, Barrens aren't. Res- no, Pine <laughs> Barrens aren't. That's free game. But uh, this this devil's building, yeah, that the devil's tomb that's, or whatever. Like you, I would recommend you- not going there unless you want to get in trouble. So I don't. Just I don't follow want to get in trouble. Yeah, follow the law, all that stuff, you know, legalities, yada, yada. Moving on. So I want to go back to this whole Benjamin Franklin thing that we were talking about with the Jersey Devil. All right. Um, Only because Benjamin Franklin and his rival, Daniel Leeds, okay, it it got real nasty. And the reason why it got so nasty and people believed it so much is because Daniel uh, Leeds, sorry, was, um, he was still working for Britain. He was a, he was a British land surveyor. So, I mean, I could see why most people were just like snubbing their nose at him and his family and stuff back then, you know, declaration. (laughs) So that does pose a problem. Right. So the smear campaign resulted in the Leeds family being described as monsters. And it was Daniel Leeds' negative description at the, as the Leeds devil, rather than any actual creature that created the later legend of the Jersey devil. Now, this is in reference to Brian Regal's um, theory. Okay. That it was actually the whole De- Jersey devil thing spawned from political rivals and a smear campaign. So well, I thought and then, that of course, And then you've got the the rival between the almanacs. So you've got Benjamin Franklin with poor Richard's almanac and then you've got Titan Leeds using his own alm creating his own almanac which by the way Titan Leeds came out with his first just saying. Yeah. Um but Titan Leeds actually had he was incorporating astrological uh, techniques that basically um, kind of it was more based on like mysticism and stuff. And because of that, uh, Benjamin Franklin didn't want, you know, he used that to his advantage to smear them in a negative way. So Yeah, because, well, you know, the mysticism tied to witchcraft and, you know, back then it was real, 
it was taboo. You know, using the right. stars, any kind of form or fashion was taboo back then, which is strange to me because, I mean, you use the stars to navigate. Why else would you not use the stars to also do farming? Right. right? It just makes sense. Makes sense. Exactly. It makes sense. But it gets worse because during this whole debacle that's going on, you know, um, the Jersey Devil myth, when it came to Daniel Leeds, his third wife had given birth to nine children, a large number of the children, even for the time. And Leeds' second wife and first daughter had both died during childbirth. So Uh. he... Yeah, so Leeds had also surveyed and acquired land in the Egg Harbor area located within the Pine Barrens. So, I mean, you're, do you see how this is all starting to come into into play into the folklore of the area? Right. And not to mention the Leeds family crest was dragons. Yeah, so, two dragons. So you can kind of see how Benjamin Franklin could have put that, like incorporated that into, you know, coming up with this Jersey devil theory uh, to kind of smear the, the Leeds family. Right. Cause, and then they just take that and they run with it. Right. And they, they even made comic strips to go with yeah. it, which is pretty funny. I'm going to post those cause those, <laughs> those are pretty entertaining, <laughs> but <laughs> sad for the Leeds family, because of course we know how this all plays out. Ben Franklin, ends up getting where he's getting, but the Leeds family end up getting this land, acquiring this land in the Pine Barrens, right? And then he passes the land down to his sons and family, and it's now known as Leeds Point, one of the areas in the Pine Barrens currently most associated with the Jersey Devil legend and alleged Jersey Devil sightings. So if you really want to see this guy, if you want to tango with the Jersey Devil and his beef jerky Betsy, then you want to go up there <laughs> to um, to Leeds Point because that's where the most excitement's happening right there with the bad juju and stuff. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to mention also before we get going here uh, that besides all of the thousands of people that have actually seen the the Jersey Devil creature, uh, Napoleon Bonaparte's own brother actually even saw it. Joseph Bonaparte, the brother of Napoleon, was the king of Spain, unsuccessful in defending Spain against England during the Peninsular Wars. He was forced to abdicate his throne in 1880 or 1813. Uh, he then moved over uh, across the pond to um, Bordentown, New Jersey, and on a hunting expedition, he actually uh, came in contact with it. So, yeah, get this. This is the this is the recount of it. Let's hear it once. One snowy afternoon, uh, Joseph was hunting along in the woods near his house when he spotted some strange tracks on the ground. They looked like the tracks of a two-footed donkey. Bonaparte noticed that one foot was slightly larger than the other. The tracks ended abruptly as if the creature had flown away. He stared at the tracks for a long moment, trying to figure out what the strange animal might be. 
At that moment, Bonaparte heard a strange hissing noise. Turning, he found himself face to face with a large winged creature with a horse-like head and bird-like legs. Astonished and frightened, he froze and stared at the beast, forgetting that he was carrying a rifle. For a moment, neither of them moved. Then the creature hissed at him, beat its wings, and flew away. He didn't, like, try... He was on a hunting expedition, and he didn't try to shoot Uh, it. I mean, if if you're out in the woods hunting deer, though, and you come across some giant winged creature... I mean, it might be easy to forget that you have a gun in your hands if you're frozen in fear. Maybe. Well, I don't yeah. know. I mean, and that took fight place, or flight kind of a thing. That took place, I think, actually, um, just after the after Mother Leeds had her 13th child, as the legend goes. <laughs> so, yeah. So he, so he got to see it when it was new-new. Well, this was in 1813, um, so it would have been just under 100 years after. Mm. Because 1813, then uh, Mother Leeds, um, that whole incident. 1736, yeah. Right. Right. So it was after, but still. So there there was definitely a creature. This This is definitely a creature, but whether it was Mother Leeds, whether it was... Um, Benjamin Franklin, who started a rumor, whether it's, you know, a creature from the Appalachians. I don't know. What do you think? You think it's, you think it's two different things, right? Like it's an actual creature. Yeah, I do. I think there's two different things there. That's possible. I mean, that area is very old. There's, there's the possibility for sure. And it's huge, which we've already established. There's what over a million acres there. So I mean, right. yeah, I I think it's two separate creatures. I do. I think one's the little passive aggressive. I'm living my life. Leave me alone. And the other one's got you know my chaotic mayhem energy, and it's just like I am gonna mess with everything. Everyone will know I'm here, and that's the Jersey, right? Guy. That's right. And there are pictures. There are pictures that you can find. And whether or not they're real, the validity of them, we don't really know. But the fact of the matter is, there are creatures out there. And some of them do match the description of the Jersey Devil. So mm-hmm. there is some truth to it. But what exactly there, it is, we, we still don't know. There's a what from the stories that I have been told and uh, from personal experiences of these people and um, watching the YouTube videos and stuff of people driving through parts of the, the Pine Barrens is there's a lot more happening in there than the Jersey Devil. Oh, like yeah. there there's ghost children. There's. um uh, and one part of the road, there is rumored to be like this guy that comes out of the woods and just kind of like does d- jump scares and stuff in the middle of the night at this certain point in the night. Um, ghost lights. There's like a lot happening in different areas of the Pine Barrens. And it's as we've so established. So this is an area of paranormal activity in general. Right. 
lots of different things, just not the Jersey Devil. You know, there's the Jersey Devil is now more of a mainstream. It's a mainstream cryptid. It's been in movies. It's been mentioned in comic books and comic strips and has been a staple pretty much in folklore mythology here in the United States, especially up north. But there's little things happening in the Pine Barrens. That's why a lot of people, especially in Jersey, will tell you, do not go into the Pine Barrens alone. This is not a a nice little hike you can go on, you know, take some granola bars. Don't forget to have a, you know, some water, get a snack. Everything's cool. It's it's not. It's not one of those like we're going to have a picnic for the afternoon. Don't do it. It's a big no, no. So I think there's a lot more happening up there than just just that one. And I kind that's so why too. I want to go. That's why I want to go to the Pine Barrens. That's why I'm gonna go see for myself. What else is happening? Well, what else is there? Maybe we'll have to check it out one day. You mean we'll I'm gonna have to, to check our- it out and wear a GoPro on my forehead so you and Tina can watch it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> By us, by us, I mean you. <laughs> by us, I mean you. You go, wear the GoPro, and we'll just watch from the safety of the car. <laughs> That's exactly what would have happened. I learned something new today. Yay! I'm ghost bait. I love it. You are. <laughs> I am ghost bait. I love that for me. Let's listen to some of these comments. <laughs> Oh gosh, they've piled Sue, up again. Honey, how are you what? a fan of roller coasters and you're afraid of heights? Well, Aren't I you know. supposed to go up in the air on the yeah. roller You mean those little kitty roller coasters? You're a fan of the little kitty no. ones, right? No, no. No, I go you're on a fan all the roller coasters. Little, the little kitty ones that just go up a little tiny hill and just wee. No, all of them. <laughs> you, you're a fan of those, right? The four foot and under ones. How does that work? How how does that work entirely? Can you explain that real quick? Um, adrenaline junkie. I'm just gonna put it that way. I mean, is does it scare the crap out of me? Yes. Am I shaking and terrified the entire time waiting in line? Absolutely. Do I still strap my butt in and go for it? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's the only way you're gonna get over your fears, for one. Face them Fear head is on. The mind and- killer. Exactly. Fear is a lie. But it, I mean, it also keeps you alive too, depending on well, yeah. how you look at it. But me, on the other hand, I'm like, this is, I'm terrified. I am petrified. Like it, all of the things, I am thinking of all the scenarios in my head of all the bad things that could happen. And I am trying not to psych myself out as I'm also thinking about how I could just be flung. <laughs> I'm talking about like, what is that movie? Um, the one with Devin uh, Sawa. Uh, Crap, what is it called? We all watched it you when it first came out. The log that shoots into the... Oh, somebody Final Destination. The, yes. I'm totally thinking of Final Destination things in my head, in the line, on my way to the to the roller coaster. But <laughs> I got to face my fear, dude. And plus, you know, you have that, like, adrenaline high afterwards, which is really awesome. So that's, uh, that's how I do that. Still terrified of heights, though. Still, Yeah. Moving on. Yo, like, I literally was thinking about going to Six Flags Great Adventure um, this month. But then after that whole (laughs) El Toro ride being broken down, it's that wooden roller coaster. Um, And several people getting injured. I'm like, hell no. (laughs) 
maybe just second guess yourself. I feel you on that one. It's it's tough. It's a tough call. It's either you do it and you just get over and do it, or you just you know keep safely on the ground. <laughs> Yo, but apparently this is road somewhere in like Northwest Jersey, which is the land of nobody knows. Right. Um. There's this road over towards there, apparently, where people claim they've seen, like, freaking demons and all that. I mean, ghosts. Whatever. I don't know what they saw. Um, but, yeah, when they drove down it, they saw some pretty messed, fucked up shit. Freaky as hell. I believe it. Not fucked up. I, mean, I believe it. Freaky as hell. <laughs> See, this is only making me want to go. Now you're going to have to tell me the name of that road. Of course road. it is. I want to see it. I mean, am I going to be scared? <laughs> yes. Am I going to be apprehensive and like, I can't do this. I can't do this the entire time. I'm forcing myself to do it. Absolutely. But I'm still going to do it. I don't know why. I'm just wired wrong. Maybe I'm broken. I don't know. <laughs> but it just makes me want to do it even more. So that's, yeah. I mean, y'all aren't telling me anything. Anything except for like bungee jumping. Now that I won't do. I absolutely refuse. I won't do bungee jumping. But when it comes yeah, to my the body, uh-uh. see, look at you. You're over here talking smack the whole time about how you're not going to do anything, and then you're going to say you're going to go bungee jumping. I'd go bungee jumping. No. Yeah. I'm Negative. My body it might actually straighten out my back. I don't know. <laughs> I never know. Jerk it all back into place. <laughs> right. One just good yank at the end of a long rope. You're just gonna end you're just gonna end up a Kellic pretzel. That's what's gonna happen. You're gonna mm-hmm. be a Kellic pretzel. I'm not doing the bungee jumping. I refuse. <laughs> okay, okay. It's it's Clinton Road. Clinton Clint- as in Bill Clinton. Clinton Road. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. There's something else we got to put on the list of visits that we need to make. Right there. Oh, that's like, I think that, no, I think that's in North Carolina. The road with the kids that um, uh, died on the train tracks. And if you put the, um, shake off the baby powder on the trunk of your car and then put it in neutral. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That road. Yeah. And when they, you roll to the other side of the track safely, it's, you like step out and there's little kid handprints in the, in the baby powder. Man. I think I first heard about that on, uh, unsolved mysteries like years yeah. ago. Years ago. I think that's where that. I first heard about it. Yeah, it's insane. Like the the little hands. It's so sad. It's so sad. But it's also incredible that they're just like, no, and they're saving you and like rolling you across the train tracks. Oh, my chest. Oh, yeah. Makes me hurt my chest. It's so sad. There's so many roads, so many back roads that have like bad history to them, you know? And, You've got those ones that are just tearjerkers, like that one with the school bus of children, right? And then you've got yeah. the one where I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna just say it. I am tired of the lady in white trope. Like Right? How, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. How many ladies in white are just like 
murdered or axe murdered or drowned or in the car accident on their way to the prom, you know, who wears white to the prom for one, but like all, they're all ladies in white. All of them are ladies in white haunting houses, haunting streams, haunting woods. And it's like, somebody had to be wearing jeans. Somebody had to be practical at some point. <laughs> what happened to the lady in jeans, the lady in the cutoff shorts? You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. And you don't ever hear about like, there's a, a man. Wife, right. I know that, I know that like, it's supposed to mean like purity and, or, uh, in some cultures, white represents death and it's also supposed to represent like elegance and it gives you that sense of sadness. This elegant, pure lady was murdered in her prime, you know, but you never hear about like, where's the man in white? Right. You never hear I, that. No, you never hear about a man in white getting, you know, tragically T-boned on the side of the road. <laughs> He's his flat tire, you know, you never hear about that one, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's overdone. Give it, give us. A new oh yeah. One. Let's make a new one. I, agree. I know. I know we're capable of doing it because we've got the rake and we've got uh sad Squidward. How about, spoopy Squidward. How about so, lady and polka dots? Lady and polka dots. Lady in stripes. Okay. <laughs> she was fashionable way ahead of her time. So <laughs> let's cut down some of these comments like an under dragon I'm starting to feel like an under dragon (laughs) that's that's awesome that's awesome that reminds me of the time that the guy played uh, Rex Manning Day that was so much fun I loved that see me in a new thing Bums is dragging I'm starting to feel like an under dragon like an under dragon (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it. See, now you're going to associate that song with this podcast forever. Forever. Man, that, that's just rude how they trick the devil to get in there, you know. That's like being promised your favorite food at an event, and, a, and then you show up, and it's an intervention. It's like, <laughs> Right? <laughs> Look, devil. We, we brought you all here today because... We have to, t- <laughs> we're going to have to take you. <laughs> I wrote sorry, a letter. Just- but it, we're just, it, it's got to be done. We're sorry. We're so, we're so sorry, Satan. But uh, we're going to have to, uh, don't worry. We paid for the luxury rehab in California. Nobody will know. <laughs> okay. Nobody will know. <laughs> we got you the luxury room. It's got seclusion privacy there's no windows you have to worry about people poking their heads in and looking at you nope we got it all it's a natural sauna it'll be great for your skin you'll see you'll see (laughs) just trust me (laughs) never trusting a guy in brown robes ever again (laughs) bring me my brown pants roman You've got mad. Mad, I tell you, mad. You and this boy Slim Shady don't like you away. They'll put you in a jail cell. I that promise. <laughs> <laughs> they go right there you go. See, he, he knows. He knows it's rehab. <laughs> it's rehab for the supernatural. I, it go. would not surprise me if California had rehab for the supernatural and we just didn't know it. 
That wouldn't like, surprise I, me one bit. Me neither. I could see it. I could see it happening. I've been on Clinton Road when I used to live in New York. Uh, it's got a sloping downward hill. So if you put your car in neutral at the top of the hill and it starts to roll down and you put baby powder on the hood, you'll have little handprints on the hood as your car reverses up the hill in neutral. On Clinton Road. Well, there you oh, go. See, now we got to go. Now we got We have to go. Yeah. I'd go to that one. I've done it. It's, it's disturbing. It's 100% happened to me. You've done that and you didn't tell me? <gasps> you probably did tell me. You probably did tell me at one point. For shame. Shame. I need a bell. <laughs> shame. Bell, ring, ring, ring. Shame. <laughs> For your Game of Thrones fans out there. Shame. <laughs> That's pretty much how it's going right now. <laughs> Can't believe that. I can't believe that happened to you and you haven't told me that. You're going to have to tell me the whole story when you get home. I'm going to have to hear all about it because now I need to go to uh, to Clinton Road. And I also want to go to, uh, oh God, Bernardsville. Got to go there. Now I got to go camp in the Pine Barrens. I mean, is there like, maybe I should bring camp a Camp in the Pine Barrens? No ah. thanks. Yeah, I think I'm going to do it, and I'm just going to bring a cow, or maybe, like, I don't know. So, what you're saying is you're going to bait it like they tried to bait the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Because I'm pretty sure that didn't work out well for them, either. Yeah. Just say. (laughs) What? I mean, look, you got to take risks, man. If you want want this to happen, you want to see it, you got to take risks. I'm willing to Uh, take those risks. Go, bro. You take those risks. I'll watch it on the GoPro. <laughs> From the safety of the van with it still running. My own date. I'm just saying that's exactly how that would go. Exactly how that would go. I could see it. I could see it happening. It's nothing new. Oh my goodness. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. We're not going to be able to listen to the rest of the comments. We have already gone 14 minutes over our time. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for the Jersey Devil. I hope we enlightened you, gave you some information you didn't know about, you know, fed your brain. Really enjoyed having everybody here and all of the comments and contributions that were made. So thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Always awesome. If you look above our heads, there is this nice little solo link that will link you to everything. We're on the Tic Tacs, the Twits. That's Twitter and TikTok. Um, the IG. We got a Facebook and we have a Discord. So it's all there. And and you will also be able to find the links to Spotify and iHeartRadio because we are also there. And here soon we will also be doing Twitch where we will live stream us playing horror games. So that's going to be a whole whole nother thing that I've never been a part of that should be a fun little side quest adventure for myself. So again, thank you so much, everyone, for being here and for joining us tonight. And we hope to see you this Friday for the continuation of There Be Giants. Yes. As we the, the history of giants and what impact they have had on the world, mythology, and religion. So have a great night. Don't forget to check under the bed. Grab your salt. And your cuddle buddy. And we will see you Friday night. Have a good night, everyone.